Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 15. It's another episode of Girl Talk. And today... I have my favorite girl with me. Last time I had uh, a friend on the show, um, I forgot to introduce her name. I didn't announce her name. So everybody, this is my mom. You can call her mom or Nana. I brought in the big guns today because, you know, we're talking about midlife. And I wanted to ask an expert. So who better than my mom? This is the best mom in the world, by the way. I love you, mom. (laughs) I love you too. Thank you. I think she's the best mom in the world. I am. I don't know about that, but I am your favorite daughter. I do know that for sure. Only because I have two brothers, right? Right. right. (laughs) It's all relative, but (laughs) nobody needs to know that last part. So mom, I brought you on the show today because I want to talk about midlife. Now I remember um, when we went to this show called, uh, what was it called again? Uh, Mom's the Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a live play, and there was four or five women, and they talked about all the different stages of being a mom. And when we talked about the baby stages, oh my god, I laughed my ass off. It was so funny, and you were laughing so loud. And then all of a sudden, they got to the teenage part, and I'm like, this is not funny. And you kept <laughs> laughing. Do you remember that? You and yeah, Sylvia sure kept do. laughing. Yes, sure do. Yeah. Yes. And so now here I am in that stage, and I'm still laughing now because you have to laugh or cry I find because it's it's bittersweet now there's a couple of there's many different levels to midlife right one of them is the physical things that happen and I wanted to know hey what's going to happen to me when I hit midlife so I asked my mom because you know it's very very common that you'll have a similar um, menopause experience than your mom but my mom had a hysterectomy so that means that her experience was going to be totally different and back in your day yes hysterectomies were very very common they were yeah I remember um, for some strange reason I was uh, looking to get a cadaver so I could look at the human body like it you know you know all its parts my mom's just like oh my god Heather you're so crazy um, and I said, I want to look up, I want to, you know, study the female reproductive system. And they're like, we don't get any cadavers uh, in this age here that have uteruses. They've all had hysterectomies and, you know, tubes have been removed. So it's not a complete reproductive system. And so that was very common for your day and age is like, let's just get rid of everything. That's really unusual for in my personal experience, because I think of all my friends that I know and that I grew up with and that sort of thing, I was the only one oh. out of that group huh. that had a hysterectomy. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you're not alone because mm-hmm. there weren't very many cadavers that had full female reproductive yeah. in that. So so we won't necessarily talk about that because when you have a hysterectomy, your physical symptoms are different than you know if you don't have a hysterectomy because it's all about hormones, right? Because that's like a hormone disruptor. So what we will talk about is the emotional angst and turmoil, the melancholy, the drama, the sadness, the, all the feelings that come up when it's time for your kids to grow up and be their own person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you have big feelings. Like, you're not one to really, you know, go deep into your emotions, but I know you have big feelings because we were your life growing up. You, like, totally put everything around us that's why like 
you're just so you and I are very close is because we just had such a good relationship except for those couple of years sorry about that <laughs> when I was like a teenage mean girl sorry I'm sorry I didn't know it wasn't me it wasn't you I'm sorry I apologize there weren't that many episodes here. yeah it was just a short period of time but I was a mean girl to my mom for a while and I remember you saying like I'm tired of you treating me like a teenager you don't like and that will always stick in my brain it was like oh I'm so sorry um, but back to my, my original question is when it's time, because you loved being a mom, you loved taking care of us, right? Like loved it. I did. That was my, that was my job, my purpose in life for those years. Yeah. So how did you transition from doing that to letting us go? I changed the focus mm. of my life because it was difficult. It's very, very difficult to let those kids go, to think they're going to be on their own. They've got to make their own decisions and what sort of decisions are they going to make? And I'm quite sure I could help them with it. Um, one of the things that I did when my youngest became towards adult, Heather here, I started to travel oh. and I didn't have a husband that wanted to travel. He wanted to stay at home. So you got so, a new husband? No, I traveled oh. on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I traveled on my own sometimes. I traveled with friends and um, that took me out of the circle of... I found that once a child moves away from home, you don't worry about what time they get home or where they've been or that sort of thing because you can't do anything about it. If they're still in the house, you don't go to sleep until they're home and you know they're safe. Um, so that's a big transition. When, when the child or the children leave home, they are really becoming their own person. Okay, so what I'm taking away from this is I need to get rid of my kids. I need to get them out of the house ASAP. That's what I hear. Is that right? Well, only if that's what you want to do. I didn't like letting my kids go. Thank you just the same. Yeah, you didn't like us to go, but when no. we did, you're like, why didn't I do this sooner, right? No. Oh. <laughs> I had one that said, um, Mom, I'm going to move out. I'm going to get my own place. And I said, no, you're not. I'm not finished with you yet. <laughs> that was Dean. That had to have been Dean, right? Yeah. Okay. It, was, it wasn't me, was it? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. I'm not finished with you yet. I love it. But it's true because my boys are 20, almost 20 and 17. And I'm finding like I'm in this stage of, because, you know, I've raised them all this time and now it's time to let them go. And so they're kind of pulling away in a kind way because they're very kind kids, very thoughtful kids. But for me, I'm like, I still want to be a part of it. So I'm, I'm trying to stay back and just let it happen. But I feel like I'm being left out. I feel like I'm getting kicked out, out of the band. I feel like, you know, like those feelings. But I just have to like let them go and do their stuff on their own because Santos just got his driver's license. So now it's like anytime he wants the car, I'm like, you go, you be free. And I'm like can I come? You know, like I want to say that, but I, but I can't. And so that's the melancholy part is it of it is like, like, I still want to be a part of that, but cause I didn't, I didn't raise them traditionally. Like I'm not a traditional mom. So, um, it's, it's hard for me to not, you know, 
want to hang out with them and do stuff with them. Yeah. And so that's the part that's really is, is, uh, you know, squishing my heart. But I, like you, I'm a traveler. I did a lot of traveling before I had my kids and I think you're right. I think you're onto something. I've planned to travel as soon as Santa's graduates, which is soon, right? Mm -hmm. And so changing your focus, I think, is a key. But mom, that doesn't make it any easier to go through what I'm going through right now. No. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, you like, I'll make sure on the weekend that I know what they're doing before I make plans in case they don't have plans. And maybe, just maybe, they might want to do something with me, right? Which they don't. But it's like, I could insert myself. And it's just me letting go. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, sometimes you let go without realizing it because we had a place down in Birch, Birch Bay. Bay and I would go down every weekend, sometimes during the week. My husband would join me uh, on the weekends and what have you. And um, I didn't realize at the time, but we were letting those kids go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've talked to many people that said, oh, yeah, I know your place. I used to party there. <laughs> and that was not all the just... boys. That was the boys. <laughs> not always. <laughs> not always. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes you let go without realizing. <laughs> was it like, oh, my God, I got to get away from these kids? So you went to Birch Bay just to get away from us? And then we're no, like, hey, no. let's have a party. <laughs> no. We went to Birch Bay and they didn't want to come for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm feeling that, right? Like, that's what I'm feeling right now is like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. Like, not that they don't love us, but yeah. they're just their own person. Of course. And just for the record, um, like you hit a certain age when you're a child that because my brothers were all there were all two years apart. Right. And when you graduate, you hang out with your brothers like in school. No, because ew, you're my <laughs> sister and stuff like that. But when you graduate, you hang out and go to parties or have parties <laughs> with your brothers. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> and I didn't know that until I graduated. And it was usually like we would all end up at the same parties or, you know, have people over to the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, though, that you're like, I didn't realize we were letting them go. But you were every weekend, right? Yeah. yeah. And just trusting because you have to trust yes. that you've done your job, that you've you know, done the right thing. And you know who your kids are as, as human beings, right? Exactly. Don't you think? Yes. Like, did you ha ever have any concerns about, like, one of us more than the others? or Not not really. I, I never had brothers and sisters. Yeah. So my experience with um, siblings and all that sort of stuff was simply not there. So um, I just worked in my own mind with the personality and the character of each of the kids. And each of our children is their own person. Mm. They, Heather is nothing like her brother Dean. She is nothing like her brother Darren. Darren and Dean are nothing like each other. They are all their own persons they have their own attitude their own focus on a way of life and everything and it's shown all the way through mm. so yeah that's I really appreciate that too about your par parenting style I appreciate everything about your parenting style but I really appreciate that is like we're we're 
our own individual people. Now, there's a saying that if you get together for Christmas dinner and you look around the table and you can't uh, point out like the black sheep or the weird one, then it's you and that's me. And I know that about myself. Like I'm the one who's strange in our family. And I know that, but you have always loved and supported me no matter what. Even if you're in your head thinking, I don't even know, Heather, what you're doing or talking about, like, but I'm going to support you through it, right? Like, yes, 100%. I've always felt like nothing but love and support from you, even though sometimes you have no idea what I'm talking about or what I'm doing, or I don't even know what I'm doing, right? That's part of who I am as a person. And that's part that you embrace, like, as my as like an individual child, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you see, you see your kids go through these things. And they learn their lessons as they go through and make their decisions. And sometimes it takes a lot to get over some of the decisions that you have made, not just um, as um, a teenager or an early 20s, but later on into your year, you've made a decision about something or somebody. It didn't work out and it takes a lot to get over that, both mental, mentally and uh, emotionally, and as I say, physically being, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, and you, as a parent, can probably see it coming, but you have to stand back and be like, ah, it's not my place, or I have to let this happen because it's not my life. It's not, you know, it's their decision, it's their choice. But at the beginning of the podcast, you had said, like, I know I could help them with this, right? It's like, if they would just ask me because I've done this 20 times, right? I know I could save them so much headache, so much hassle, but they don't ask and they don't want to hear from me. And that's okay, right? Like, it's hard to not put that in. But it's really interesting when you get to my age where all my children are (laughs) definitely mature adults and the problems that they've had they have managed to solve themselves um, in in every case the things that they enjoy doing they have made the most of all of those things they still are and um, I just found that that it's so nice to see Mm. that what you did during the young years has maybe helped them along to becoming real, independent, um, valuable to the society type mm. of people. Mm. Oh. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, you know what I noticed is uh, when we see our kids doing things, it's hard to, like as a mom, because when they're little, you have to tell them everything to do, right? And so at some point you have to stop doing that. And it's hard. Like when my kids go out, this is a big one, I'm like, have you brushed your teeth? And I know that's like, but it's a teenage boy thing, right? Like, because one will say, mom, I'm, I'm 17. Of course I brush my teeth. And the other one will be like, no, I haven't. Right. So it's like, that's why I'm asking right there because, (laughs) but it's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. That's the voice in my head. Like, don't say it. Just let them figure it out. Like when Santos was learning how to park, we were parking and I took them to the smallest parking spots in the community center underground, the smallest ones. And then we parked and, and I'm like, how was that? And he goes, well, basically you parked it. Cause I was like, turn left, do it. Like I was telling him how to do everything and I needed to just let him do it and experience it. And so 
what I noticed you do, and it's probably different for everybody, is for me, because you know me so well, if you tell me what to do, I'm going to do the opposite because I don't like being told what to do. And I know that about myself. And you know that about myself. She's right? just like her father. Though. Yeah, exactly. It's like not my fault. But I get it from my dad. So you know how to deal with dad. You know how to deal with me. But the one thing you do, instead of being like, Heather, why don't you do this? Which would totally send me out. Like I would just ignore it. You say, I don't know if you do this or not, if you consciously do this, but you like, you'll bring it, you'll be like, I like to, and you talk about how you do things and what works for you, as opposed to you should do this and you should try it like that. Did you know you do that when it comes to me? Yeah. You're like, and I noticed this like maybe 10 years ago, it's just so kind and gentle. It's like, I always like to, um, do, 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 instead of, hey, do it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you subconsciously learn how to give advice to me and share with me without doing it in a way that is totally not received by me at all, right? <laughs> well, I know what's not received by you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and of all the children, you're the one that really lets me know if it's <laughs> yes. not something that, that <laughs> is boys... going to happen because... <laughs> I'll be like, not today. But the boys will be like, yeah, they'll just let it all go, right? We're, we're, we are yeah. very, very different. Very different. Human yes. beings, but we all get along. Like, I just want to say, like, I'm so grateful for you to like that because I chose you as my mom. So, so I'm so grateful that I chose you because you have just made this experience for me so amazing. Like I, I words can't even express how much I love you. Do you know that? Yes, I do. Because you're always telling me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's always reciprocated and you know that. Yes. But, uh, you're, I'm, I'm not a say it all the time person about, the love I have for you guys, but you do know that it's there. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. There are many ways to show your love. And I like to tell you and I like to hug you and all those different things. Right. And you show me love in everything that you do. You like the cookies and all that, but the (laughs) flowers, you know, I'm talking about flowers and you show up with all the flowers, right? Like there's no way in this realm of possibility that I couldn't feel ultimately loved by you like I feel like the most special person in the world and I have like a list of my favorite people and you are the favorite person you're number one on my list you'll never drop from number one and everybody oh, under there has to like live up to this you know and it's tough I'm so, just an ordinary person no you're an ordinary not mother that's you're, all. you're my mom and you're the best mom in the world and I know that these types of things aren't comfortable for you to do but I just wanted to share you with the world because I think that everybody can um you know benefit from your wisdom because you're just such a wonderfully smart brilliant kind loving uh, I could just go on and on but (laughs) that's enough thank you (laughs) that's more than enough thank you so thank you mom for being there for me all the time and for sharing your expertise with all the midlife moms out there because it's nice to know that we're not crazy, you know, like this is a normal thing. And here's one perspective on how you can, you know, master midlife, like make it through this breakup. I say like, you know, your kids are breaking up with you and I feel like I'm going to break up with my kids at some point, right? Like they're breaking up with me and then there's going to come a time where I'm just going to dump them. (laughs) It doesn't sound nice, but you know what I mean? I'm going to break up with them at some point. Well, the birds have it right. They kick their kids out of the nest. (laughs) Yes, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's time to fly. 
It's time to fly. I love that. So I'm going to go back to that original piece of advice is like, it's a lot easier to go through this when your kids have left the house. And I'm laughing because I'm like, oh, that would make it so much easier. But my heart is like, you can't do that. I want them to stay with me forever. If they lived in my basement till they were 50, I'd be okay. Right? (laughs) So, and so it goes. So thank you, mom. I love you very, very much. I love you too, my Mm. dear. And thanks for listening. Remember, always, always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day. Bye now. Thank you.